The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Hello, Charles. What are we uh, getting into today, hey? We're going to talk about cryptocurrency. Aha! Because there's been a series of arrests and, and actually court cases and jailings over the last six months. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you will have heard us talking about FTX before, Sam Bankman-Fried and yes. the Bahamas and the, the communal living uh, apartment and the uh, the dodgy uh, arrangements with the, uh, the Alameda Research. Oh, uh, yeah, with his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, it was. It's a great story, but we're not talking about this today. No. Today we're going to talk about the company that swooped in when FTX was in difficulty and offered to buy out their assets, the mm. world's largest crypto platform. Binance. 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 And one of the best parts about this story is that it, invo- it involves billionaires being held accountable for their actions and actually ending up in jail. It's a happy story, in other words, and yeah. we'll hear it after this. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I hope that wasn't an ad for crypto, Charles. It would be quite ironic. <laughs> yeah, a, I think we, haven't we, we, I think we blocked crypto. Ads, we blocked crypto. Yeah. Why don't we do that? I know, we're idiots. Why do we? Because, because, I'll tell you why, because it's become incredibly clear what crypto is, which is just a massive Ponzi scheme, right? Do you want to buy my crypto? <laughs> I've still got a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I must say, I had a tiny amount of crypto with Binance, and the moment that FTX thing went, I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm selling. I don't care how much I've lost. I'm just liquidating <laughs> it all now." So at least I think I made uh, five bucks or something out of doing it. But at least if Binance goes down, they won't take me with them. Yeah, well, I think they probably are going down because the thing about like what is becoming clear is we've sort of had this ten year delusion that Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these things could be something other than a Ponzi scheme. Oh, it's a new form of money. Oh, wow, it's going to supercharge financial markets. It's global currency. It's the internet currency. Um, you know, old rules don't apply. The problem is, Charles, mm. you can't unilaterally decide, can you, that, that old rules don't apply. You can't mm. unilaterally say this thing is not <laughs> able to be regulated by um, the banking regulators in, for instance, the United States. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. And so just this year, there have been a couple of really good books come out about cryptocurrency. Uh, Easy money is one of them. Money go up is another one. And they are absolutely fascinating because what what people have done is sort of unpicked the language that, especially in the book Money Go Up, they've sort of unpicked all the language that's been used over the last, four, you know, 10, 14 years, you know, like since about 2010 about cryptocurrency and pointed out the parallels between that and just a straight up fraud based Ponzi scheme and sort of gone, they, they actually have all the hallmarks marks of just being a complete scam from well, this start is the to finish. Amazing thing about it is that, for, and we've discussed this on the podcast before, Charles. But because crypto is not linked to anything, it has no mm. meaning other than what you give it. Yes, um, it can be worth anything from a trillion dollars for a coin to zero. Yes, and it's entirely it is only based on the consensus of the people buying and selling it mm. what it's worth. But if you buy and sell crypto, 
one of the most popular ways, probably I think the most popular way in the world mm. until recently anyway, has been with Binance. It's a massive company. Mm. They have very sophisticated platforms. They market a lot. Um, basically, it's one of the first companies you'll come across if you try and buy and sell crypto, and they've got a lot of Australian customers. Yes, that's right. Even though, uh, well, actually, it, they've just had all their licenses revoked anyway in Australia. But but even before they had licenses to operate in Australia, what they did is in an open secret, they taught you, there was videos online teaching you how to get around the geo-locking that they had as a fig leaf to pretend that they weren't operating in Australia, in America, in a whole lot of different jurisdictions. Where there are strict rules about About, running basically a bank. Because these things are basically banks, right? Except that instead of dealing with actual proper fiat currencies, you're dealing with a made-up widget Mm. thing or whatever it might be. And not only are you dealing with a made-up thing, you're dealing with a made-up thing that requires an enormous amount of energy to keep going, right? And that's why it's not just a currency, it is a Ponzi scheme because the definition of a currency is... You know, and a currency can be anything. It could be a coin. It could be a gold coin. It could, it could be, be an a, avocado pull toy. Yeah, it could be an avocado pull toy. But the point is, it's just a it's just a non-fungible token. It's just like something that you transfer and the full value of that then goes to the next person. Yes. The problem with Bitcoin and all the cryptocurrencies is you transfer that thing, but it also costs like billions of dollars worth of energy to keep that whole system going each year. That's which a means very good that point. It, it is necessarily costing money just to keep the tokens going, right? So so they should, by all accounts, be worth less and less each year. Like you're actually, like a Ponzi scheme, you're putting money into this pit that is actually just not going to have enough money to then, you know, give you the money if everyone tries to cash it in at the same time. But also in using more and more energy each time because the blockchain gets more and more complicated. So basically the blockchain blockchain is, um, think of it as a sort of public database of every transaction that's ever happened with Bitcoin. And you can imagine by this point how massive that database is going to be and that whenever anyone does any transaction, it has to be encoded and entered into the database and the database then gets, gets replicated and copied all over the world, mm. kind of in public view. That's the kind of virtue of it is it's totally open in that sense. Mm. But as you say, Charles, doing any transaction with Bitcoin mm. uses a shit ton of money. And in particular, mining, the, the idea of making more of them, which, which happens, mm. uh, uses a vast amount of energy and it's basically really terrible for the environment. So it's basically, crypto is essentially a way of wasting energy, mm. which also defrauds people. Yes, that's right. And But the virtue and the reason why <clears throat> it's so good uh, for is for criminals, right? Like, so what happened was after 9-11, the US put in some pretty strict anti-money laundering rules because, mm. I mean, now Qaeda didn't need a huge amount of money to, to do 9-11, but, you know, the money that they needed was in the, you know, hundreds of thousands, possibly like a million dollars or something like that. And if there had been stricter anti-money laundering laws in Malaysia and Germany and all the places that they hung out, there is every possibility that they would have known what was going on sooner, right? So America used that sort of opportunity in a way to completely crack down on the global system of international finance and brought in, in in Australia and in America, it's called Know Your Customer legislation. So essentially, you can't just walk into a bank and set up a bank account without 
Yeah, everyone knows this. You need 100 points of ID. They need to know who you are, right? It's the opposite of the Swiss banks. Yeah. yeah. Basically, every transaction has to be accountable, which is why a couple of months ago, this bank that the Chaser banked with from about 1999 to about 2003 mm. kept hassling me to provide ID, mm. even though I was a customer of that bank um, in my kind of personal capacity, and the Chaser hadn't done any business with them for 15 years or something. Yes. They were so thorough yes. they wanted to know who the Chaser was all these years later. So, of course, I just said it was Julian. And it is totally funny. It is totally funny how, because I, I set up a bank account the other day and I was chatting to the bank manager and he was going, oh, mate, I'll tell you what, these know your customer regulations. They're actually enforcing them now. Ever since Labor got in federally, we're having to go through, do all the paperwork properly. Oh, God, what a pain. <laughs> it's like, I, I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing like because it's not just like terrorists who use money laundering. It's scam artists. Like, mm. And one of the fascinating stories in this Money Go Up book is the way um, Cambodia, they go to Cambodia and they go to, it's like, it's almost like a sort of movie, um, the way these people get sort of tempted to go to Cambodia thinking that they're going to take up middle management jobs you know, paper shuffling, and instead they're essentially enslaved in these uh, workshops where they have to ring up Westerners and text Westerners and try and entrap them into these um, these fraud operations where they just get defrauded. So all the text messages and calls yeah. we get. And the only way that they can do this with without any consequence is by eventually getting them to put it into, even if it's using, you know, iTunes gift cards along the way, it's to get it into cryptocurrency because then it's very easy to transfer it. And what happens is they ended up putting, they end up always putting it into Tether coin, which is a type of coin that tracks the US dollar. Mm. And then <clears throat> they go along to Binance or FTX and they cash it out. And turn it into real dollars. And, and, and the great part of that story is, so they're turning over millions of dollars a year. Binance... Like the, the Cambodian um, scam artists will pay essentially patsies in the US twenty bucks to to use their identity to set up a Binance wallet, and that's how they do it. So the fall guy becomes this person who this poor, you know, probably homeless person who's set up an account for twenty bucks, and then and so the author goes, I wonder whether I could set up a, an account with Binance for twenty bucks, like you know, without you know proper know your customer things, and so. So he sets up an account in the name of Taylor Swift and dresses up as Taylor <laughs> Swift, <laughs> and they accept it. He's he's got a Binance account under the name Taylor Swift. So is that where all the money from her um, yeah. era's tour is going? Anyway, so the point is, it's just terrible. It's terrible on every level. Like it's just, it's basically supercharging money laundering, and therefore, you know, you know how I, I, every day I get messages on my phone about, from scammers and going, "How is this possible?" It's such scale. It's because you and read it's out your phone number. Because you read out your phone number on Studio Ten. They all watched yes. you. That's why I had to get axed. And they went. <laughs> That's right. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. But no, it is it is fascinating because if you think about it, right, one of the ways, let's say you are um, some sort of monster, right, and you're wanting to pay an assassin to kill, I don't know, your spouse or your business partner or let's say you're just mean, hypothetically you wanted done. to get rid of Charles, right? Yeah. Um, traditionally speaking, I mean, one of the best ways of tracing any sort of crime like that, as yeah. we know, follow the follow money. Follow the money. Look That's, at the transactions. Has someone yeah. received an odd payment in their account? And crypto makes all of that completely impossible because yeah. all the payments um, happen in a completely um, – anonymous way. So if you wanted to fund, a, you know, a, a terrible regime or hire an assassin or just do anything, yeah. buy drugs, buy whatever, mm. buy weapons, yes. fund to buy nuclear missiles right mm. now, I would, I would have to pay in crypto because it's essentially untraceable. So it's kind of wonderful. The value of crypto has been spiraling so dramatically. Yeah. Um, because it, if it all goes down, then the whole of that system of money laundering and, and crime will kind of have to shut down, you'd hope. Well, won't they just find a different way iTunes of doing vouchers. It? But but it, but it's the fact that you can become a legitimate billionaire mm. by doing something so brazenly illegal is oh, where because, I was. Yeah, the, the founder of yeah. um, finance is absolutely yeah. a billionaire. So overnight, so Sam Bankman-Fried, we all know he was the FTX guy. He's now in jail and he's going to jail for a very long. He'll probably die in jail, right? There's this other guy, Changping Xiao, right? CEO until a few days ago of Binance. He is also going to go to jail, right? So they arrested him in the US and. He, I mean, he's the CEO. He's worth fifteen billion dollars, right? In, in real money. In real money, and and it he said Binance makes itself out to be as legitimate as the Commonwealth Bank, right? Like it, like it sort of it sponsors sports events. And yeah, it's sort of this weird thing. Well, but, FTX sponsored the Ashes. What does Binance? But sponsor? imagine if you know they arrested Alan Joyce for. Oh, wait a minute, that would be good. <laughs> but you know, it's that level of like he's. He's a CEO of a you know big company. Anyway, so and and what he, the deal he's trying to strike with U.S. Uh, government is he's going to pay them four billion dollars in return for only getting eighteen months in jail. And the terms of the agreement are if he gets if the judge goes against that agreement and and makes his sentence longer, then he has to pay less money. So, Hang on, is he paying it in crypto? Because they really want to check <laughs> yeah. that out. Well, the thing is, so the US government is one of the biggest holders of crypto because they've seized so much from money launderers over the That's years. That's very funny. And um, But they don't accept payment in crypto. So he'll have to cash out to, to um, do the $4 billion fine. But this brings me to this wonderful analogy that this guy has written about um, – uh, is on this blog called Bits About Money. And um, it's it's a, the theory that this whole crypto scheme is actually a James Bond villain scheme. And I just want oh, to right. quickly share with you this idea, which is that essentially the most interesting part of every Bond villain is not what you see on screen, but the 20 years leading up to that oh, point. Oh, how they – yes, that's yeah. what you want to see the documentary about, yes. how Auric how Goldfinger. Yes. I mean, the, the guys, yes. both of his names involve gold. Like, yes. was that nominative determinism? <laughs> was his, did his career advisor say, well, but with a name like Auric Goldfinger, <laughs> he'd really better become obsessed with gold and try and steal all the gold in Fort Knox? So, because <laughs> the point is, like, by the time you meet a Bond villain, mm. they've spent at least a couple of decades working their way up through the system. And very you know, successfully. Being a henchman for a while. Yeah, you've you know, got to like, do your tie with the henchman yeah, trenches, yeah. don't you? Yeah. And then, you know, presumably being a deputy, then they're knocking off the... You have to knock off you the You know, boss, you have to yeah. pave your own way. Um, but 
but also just completely existing outside of the law. Like all the schemes that they've invented sort of just ignore the laws. They can go anywhere in the world. They can be at any point, you know, somewhere else in the world. Well, it's case... usually a private island, isn't it, yeah, somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Or, or a pipeline in Central Asia. Mm. Or, where, or, the, or the moon. Yeah. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> And and that that is exactly what these like CZ who's Chengping Shao is like like they have spent at least a decade like running an operation that's you know not notionally based nowhere but actually you know has an office in the Bahamas. Oh, they always and, claim that it's not. It, oh, we yeah. could, we don't exist in any treasury. We're a sort of new money business. And just looking at this here, Charles, the, the Treasury Secretary in the US, Janet Yellen said that Binance processed transactions by illicit actors supporting child sexual abuse, illegal narcotics, terrorism. There are 100,000 transactions mm. they've, that they've traced. There was, it's, it's, these are just the ones that they've traced. Guess how many suspicious activity reports they filed for those transactions? 12. Zero. 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 <laughs> okay. But that's it, though. Yeah. That's how they became the leading cryptocurrency exchange in the world. Yes, by just turning a blind eye to the law. I mean, they had Hamas and Al-Qaeda on their books. Oh, see, that's what you want. Yeah. You want... You know, because they're, they're repeat customers. I presume if I looked at the Binance website somewhere, I'd find, you know, a great uh, glowing declaration by Bin Laden about how fantastic <laughs> their services are. It is as simple as that. They are just people who, and I think you can understand why, because actually over the last 20 years, the success of American capitalism has been, well, let's just break the law mm. and then we'll change the law to make it not be broken. That's so what Uber did. Uber did that. Airbnb did that. They would just break the. They'd just say, "Oh, well, we'll just pay the fines." You know, breaking down taxi cartels. I mean, I remember saying to to the people from from Uber Australia, I was, I was talking to them on the day when Ubers became legal, mm. and so I said, "Haven't you basically just done? You're basically being rewarded for months of." breaking the law and operating outside the law. And they're like, well, we are, we see ourselves as disruptors coming in mm. and changing things for the better. But, yeah, they had operated illegally until basically they were popular enough. There was con- consumer pressure to make it legal. Mm. Um, so we need to find an illegal activity, Charles, that we can do <laughs> that, we that can gets do. popular. I don't think that's the lesson. The laws. That's not the lesson. Oh, what's the lesson? The lesson is that I think finally the law is catching up with these sort of fuckwits who keep on trying to corrode standards and and crypto's one of them like 10 years too late but at least they're actually now starting to jail everyone but the the next great frontier in this activity is AI right like if you go to chat GPT and say write me a chaser article about whatever cryptocurrency say it will it'll say here is an article in the style of the chaser and it'll just it has ingested all the work that you you and I have done, done, Dom, and and it just passes off a, 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 the stuff that it's learnt from us as its own. It, it they're making billions of dollars out of well, not out of chaser content, but out of yeah. doing that, and they're pretending that the law, the copyright law, doesn't exist. Well, when it that, actually does. That's one way of interpreting uh, what's happening. It's look at AI as the next big big kind of um, card to fall. But the other way of looking at it is there is a vacancy for the world's most popular crypto exchange. Hello. <laughs> Let's get on that. Oh, okay. Yes, I think this might be a more profitable angle. So what w- money laundering coin? Chaser coin. <laughs> Chaser coin. Um, yeah. yeah. Launder coin. Uh, Launder coin. Yeah. Yes. And it, you can, and it should be a physical coin and you can use it for your laundry. Yes, or bleach yeah. point. Uh, bleach bleach coin. coin. Yeah. yeah. 
I like it. Let's, it'll be live by the time you hear this, whatever we end up doing. Yeah. Buy a crypto from us. It At least we're going to tell you it's a Ponzi scheme, so you won't, you won't yeah. in any way Ponzi coin. Ponzi coin. <laughs> actually, can we genuinely start yeah. that? Because, actually, with a Ponzi scheme, it is rational to join a Ponzi scheme early on. Sure. Because you're just uh, stealing from future investors. Okay, I will, I'll figure out how to start a cryptocurrency. It'll be called Ponzi coin. Yeah. And they'll be the only people <laughs> in the history of crypto to have been forewarned. <laughs> Our gears from Rode, we're part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.